Good morning, everybody, and welcome to your D1TN5 for Thursday morning, August 13th. My name is Anthony Grassi, and let's jump right into the most important things you need to know from in and around college athletics in five minutes or less. The D1 Council recommended an extension of five years of eligibility for student-athletes impacted by COVID-19 postponements or cancellations and an additional season for those who participate in less than 50% of contests. Further, more conversations are coming on a prohibition on canceling, reducing, or not renewing athletic aid for student-athletes who opt out of participation due to COVID-19 and required medical coverage for COVID-19 if a student-athlete contracts the virus through sports participation. The in-person recruiting dead period has also been extended through September 30th. Also notably, the NCAA passed emergency legislation to comply with the Alston case, which includes the ability to provide an academic or graduation award or incentive that, quote, has a value up to the maximum value of awards an individual student athlete could receive in an academic year in participation, championship, or special achievement awards. The injunction is effective immediately and applies to men's and women's basketball and football subdivision student athletes. The limit on academic incentive payments mirrors the limit allowed by the injunction, which did not set a specified dollar limit. Reiterating a note from USA Today, Steve Berkowitz, quote, NCAA appealing to Supreme Court, but the change is likely in effect for upcoming recruiting class. CBS's John Rothstein says, quote, Ivy League presidents have suspended the standardized test requirement for prospective student-athletes during the 2020-2021 application cycle because of ongoing testing issues due to COVID-19. U.S. Senators Cory Booker, Richard Blumenthal, and seven other Democratic senators introduced a College Athletes Bill of Rights that includes revenue-sharing agreements, the ability to capitalize on their name, image, and likeness individually as a group with minimal restrictions, new safety and wellness standards, provide improved health care, attempt to improve educational outcomes, and would end the requirement that athletes sit out if they change schools or withdraw from a national letter of intent, and lifetime scholarships to finish an undergraduate degree. Blumenthal hopes that the legislation can pass this session while noting, quote, we're taking the long view and building toward the next session of Congress. The overall goal is to persuade colleges to do the right things, but adopt legislation if necessary. And this framework should be in legally binding form in some way. KPRC-TV's Randy McAvoy points to sources who tell him that the Southland is planning to cancel fall sports with an announcement planned for today. One exception is if football programs want to keep non-conference games, they can. Conference games will be moved to the spring. The timing for camps and competitions is still to be determined. Sports Illustrated's Ross Dellinger reports there was no vote taken on a fall football season by Conference USA CEOs and athletic directors who were on a joint call last night. League will continue progressing down the current path for now. Also of note, it's worth monitoring the conference's movement over the next week. As previously reported, there are some members that are in the cancellation and postponement camp. And a move that caught many off guard, USC Athletic Director Mike Bowen says he was surprised by the Pac-12's decision to postpone basketball through the end of the calendar year. The Shy Health Center Arena in Omaha and IMG Academy in Bradenton, Florida are two possible locations being considered by the Big East for its own version of a bubble. Whether men's basketball and women's basketball will share a location is unknown, as is a schedule for competition. On the bubble notion, one league athletic director says, quote, it's very conceptual and simply an exercise of assessing practicalities for further consideration. Observing the schism forming within college football, one TV exec remarked to Sports Illustrated's Pat Forty, quote, it's the athletic directors, coaches, and players versus presidents, trustees, and lawyers in the most intriguing battle in NCAA history. With a potential liability looming, Notable attorney Tom Mars says, quote, whatever conferences decide to play football this fall will be taking a ridiculously high risk they may soon regret. I know and have talked with some of the best plaintiff lawyers in the country this week, and they're praying the SEC, Big 12, and or ACC are greedy enough to stay the course. 
If things go sideways, the plaintiff's bar will immediately get their hands on the internal financial analyses of these schools, which is a FOIA layup, and get the conference financials through a discovery process, and then just stand in front of the jurors and point to the conferences that decided not to risk the health of their student-athletes. Good Lord, I'd hate to be the lawyers defending those cases. Mars adds of the lawyers lining up to represent the plaintiffs, quote, as a coalition, they'd be the legal equivalent of the Death Star. On the prospects of playing football in the spring, one anonymous Pac-12 athletic director says, quote, of course you could play in the spring. It's a matter of if you want to play in the spring. Colorado athletic director Rick George adds, quote, we wouldn't have said we were postponing if we didn't think we could play in the spring, unquote. There doesn't have to be a widely available vaccine for there to be a spring season, but rather improved testing and diminished community spreading. The San Jose Mercury News' John Wilner proposes a format for spring football to be able to happen in the same calendar year as the fall 2021 season, including a nine-game conference-only spring schedule where each student-athlete could only participate in a max of seven games, with training camp starting in late January and the season starting on February 20th. And that is all for your D1T5 for Thursday morning, August 13th. Be sure to check your inbox for more updates of what is going on around the nation in and around college athletics. My name is Anthony Grassi, and we will see you next time.